Um, well, like you said, um, I'm Noah. If you haven't met me, and if you have, I'm sorry. Um, but anyway, he asked me to come and talk about a few things about how, you know, God has used our God for my life, how, what God has been doing these past four years, and just some things I wish I could tell myself four years ago. So here we go. So, how has God used RUF in my life? Well, to give a little backstory, is this too loud? I'm just hearing myself. Um, I didn't want to be here at all. Uh, I remember coming to freshman orientation, and my mom said, hey, why don't we go meet the campus minister and the interns? None of the people that are here today. But I was just like, no. And we ended up getting a huge fight about it, and I was just like, I'm not going to RUF. I want to do my own thing when I get to college. And so here I am. Um, but the way God has used RUF in my life is I know that I can come here on Tuesdays and part of my favorite thing to do is to sing praises and coming here and singing and listening to you all is one of my favorite things to do and just to glorify God. And the second thing is that I can come here and see Jesus and learn more of who he is and leave either feeling refreshed, renewed, or just filled. And so Reed, I thank you for that and for preaching Jesus every Tuesday. Um, the second thing that RUF has brought to me is just to grow my perspective about people. And that has been through small groups, that has been through community groups. I've gotten to know so many of you and so many of your stories that I maybe not would have realized just looking at you. And so it's just honestly challenged me to not judge um, based off of appearances and based off of what I would assume. And that everyone does have a story and that everyone uh, is unique. Um, I totally forgot what I was saying there. Uh, and then the other thing RUF taught me was freshman year I came to one of the first week events and I was playing volleyball and I said, what's the score? And a dear friend, Sam Melchers, replied and said, it's fun to fun. And I got pretty angry, and I was just like, that is just not acceptable, that's not here. But over the four years that I've been here at RUF, fun to fun, in reality, means that we here are a community, and we have the opportunity to welcome, invite, and love others. And sometimes we need to set competition to the side. Um, so how has God uh, been at my work, or been at work in my life over the past four years? Well. To be honest, the way God has been at work in my life and throughout these four years is simply allowing me to follow my own paths to ultimately wind up feeling lonely, left out, and alone, honestly. Which may be surprising to a lot of you as I am typically the loud person in the room and always have a lot of friends. And no matter what I tried, no matter how hard I wanted to be the best version of myself and to be self-sufficient, I never could be. Especially coming into senior year last year, I thought I had everything figured out. I was just about to get new roommates, which was awesome because I just lived by myself for five months. I had new friends, new relationships, things that I thought were gonna be, I don't know, lasting forever. And honestly, I was excited for school because I've been in school a long time. And shortly after that, a month later, pretty much everything was enough people. My grades were dropping, friendships were strained, and I kind of just wanted to be alone and out, out of school. And the most telling thing that something was wrong with my life was I could not sink a jump shot and save my life. 
Um, but after that, what I realized was I had the tendency to seek people and not seek Jesus. And I was still in church and I was in RUF, but that wasn't enough because I still felt empty. And that's when the Lord brought in specific people to help me realize how much I had neglected that relationship with Jesus. So listen, I'm not trying to say that I'm perfect and I have no, make no attempt to portray that I've got everything figured out now. Um, but I praise God for those harder times in my life because without them, I wouldn't have been where I am now. What I've come to realize and still struggle to remember is that I can't have idols in my life that take the place where God needs to reign. And so with that, I, it's just a daily battle to set aside what gets put up into my life. And instead of looking at that and pursuing that, to pursue God and be thankful for Him. I've come to see that I need to have an ever-dependent need for Him and that I cannot subsidize my relationship with Him nor become complacent with where I'm at. He showed me that I need to trust Him and that He has a plan sometimes that you might not even see until a year from now. Um, he's also shown me and helped me realize that I shouldn't be ashamed to come to Him, that His Son has died for me, and I, how dare I be the one to throw His blood that He says covered me back to Him. What I've learned is that God is faithful, that He will not leave me in my time of need, that he will bring just who I need when I need it, and ultimately that he is enough. So finally, what would I say to my freshman self? So these are a few things. Don't take it like this is how you need to live or anything like that. But first, and honestly, you should probably take this one. Don't let things faster. You have roommates. You have friendships. And a lot of things that seem significant now are not significant. And allowing those things to fester will only ruin relationships that should be beautiful and encouraging. Also, don't stir the pot, which is something that I have been guilty of many a time in my younger years, and maybe even now. Um, also, go on the retreats. I know it can be pricey, I know it can be not the best time of school, but those are the times that have been most formable in my years where I've grown, where I've met friends, and I've created deeper friendships. Um, also, find a small group of guys, or girls, whatever, um, it needs to be, but that can encourage you, challenge you, love you, and ultimately point you towards Christ, because those are important to have, and don't isolate yourself. Um, and finally, be where you are when you are. Don't wish you were somewhere else, because honestly, I spent freshman year wishing I was in Greenville, I spent junior year wishing I was in Clemson, and so much of that time could be better spent doing exactly what God had for me where I was, instead of just wishing I was somewhere else. So yeah, that's it. Maybe share like, some things that I've learned. Um, so first off, I'd like to thank my friends. Um, for loving me really well and teaching me how to be more like Christ. Um, I've really been so blessed with a group of people that I love and that makes it really hard to leave. Um, so I'm really thankful for them. And um, for the staff of RUF, I'm really thankful for them investing time, getting to know me personally, um, counseling me. Uh, I've learned a lot from Reed. Um, his teaching is 
awesome. Um, and Jen has led many Bible studies, and um, I've learned a lot from her. So very thankful for everyone in RUF. Um, I think the biggest thing I've learned in my last three and a half years here is, um, and it seems like something we all know, but um, we don't really take to heart as much, is that God is like very faithful and he provides for his people. Um, and college is really hard and it's been really hard for me for many reasons, but he's given me everything I need exactly when I need it. Um, and he's given me much more, honestly. Um, and I've learned to be very content, not more content and um, trusting of him than I probably ever have in my life. Um, and I even have confidence and peace for the future that he's going to provide a job and a place to live and direction. And um, it's okay because he's in control and I'm not. Um, some things that I want to tell the freshmen is that it gets better. Um, first semester is like really hard and I'm sure it's been like 10 times harder because of COVID. Um, but it does get better um and i know this is like really cliche but like one thing that i would probably one piece of advice that i would give is to like be bold and take chances when it comes to friends and make time for people even when it's inconvenient for your schedule um i early on in freshman year i like had a random friday night that i had nothing to do and um i like actually ended up like group me DMing this girl that I had met once and um, like asked asked her if she wanted to, be to go to a soccer game and we went and like she's been my roommate for the past two and a half years and she's my best friend and she'll be like my maid of honor so I don't know just shoot your shot I guess <laughs> friends <laughs> and like you know it it, it really. Just look for the people in your life that you see that need friends, and I've just learned an invitation goes a long way, and just to keep inviting people to things. Um, so yeah, just super thankful for my time at Clemson and RUF, and um, yeah, I would appreciate prayers for next semester. I'm not really sure what I'm doing, but yes, would appreciate prayers for the future. Um, yeah, thank you. Hey guys, my name is Catherine. If I haven't gotten the opportunity to meet you, and thankfully, Reed and the whole RUF staff has given me a couple minutes that I can talk to you guys. I'm really thankful for that and thankful for all that RUF has done for me over these last three and a half ish years. Um, but I've been fortunate to be. I had to been coming to RUF since my freshman year. I've been involved in a lot of different organizations here on campus, and I've gotten to meet various people with differing interests at Clemson, which I encourage you all to do. Get out there, meet different people, and enjoy the diversity that Clemson has to offer. I want to focus for the next few minutes, though, on what the Lord has done in my life these last few years through RUF, and just through college in general. I remember my first week at RUF, my roommate and I had been trying out all of these different campus ministries, and she heard about RUF, so we thought we'd give it a try. That semester, Reed was working through the parables in the book of Luke, 
And the week that was my first week, he preached on the prodigal son. But not the traditional son who ran away. He talked about the other son, the one who stayed. I saw myself a lot in the second son. The one who was jealous of the attention given to the son who returned. I identified closer with him because he seemed to have it all together, to check all the right boxes, so to say. However, as Reed continued to teach that week, this son was just as sinful as the son who ran away, and his sin was rooted deep inside of him. I believe the Lord has called my attention to this perfectionist, box-checking Christian side of myself in college. In the moments of striving for perfection, I can hear him calling to me to spend my time growing in a relationship with him instead of attempting to make myself into the person that I think will be worthy of his incredible mercy. Through Bible studies and community groups I've gotten to lead and be a part of, I've learned that having it all together or being the perfect cookie-cutter Christian will get me nowhere. Thankfully, the Lord has had compassion on me, just like the father in the story of the prodigal son. He has called me back to himself time and time again when I float far and too often into trying to fit into the mold of the perfect college student. God reminds me of the sweetness of communion with him. One of my very favorite songs, side note, I had no idea that Reed was preaching on this song tonight. It's just one of my absolute favorites. But in Psalm 16, um, I really believe it's kind of relevant to what I wanted to talk about tonight, and it just happens to be the Lord that Reed is going to talk about it in a couple minutes. Uh, but it says, you make known to me the path of life. In you, there is fullness of joy. What a gift that we have such a gracious Father that wants to show us the path to joy and to the fullest life that we can possibly live. My encouragement to you all is to listen for those moments where the Lord is whispering to you. Know that choosing time and a relationship with Him will give you more richness in life than checking any box ever would. Paying attention to the signs from the Lord has helped me to move into greater connection with God, and it has freed me from the mold that I felt I had to fill. These little reminders include times like when I'm walking back from a really long day on campus and I'm really tired and all of a sudden I look up and there's the most magnificent sunset painted across the sky. Or when I walk into my apartment and all of my roommates are home and I just get to sit on the couch and catch up with them and just be present with them for a few moments. In times when I've led Bible studies, it's having three people at the Bible study instead of two you learn to really, really rejoice in that extra person. When I come to RUF on a Tuesday, after a long first two days of the week, and we sing the doxology, which is probably my favorite thing to sing ever, and I get to release my burdens and go into the rest of my week with hope in an unfailing God. These moments will be different for all of us. I believe that's because God's relationship with each one of us will be and look different. After all, he crafted each one of us uniquely. As you guys go out as freshmen or sophomores or juniors, or maybe even a senior who's about to graduate like me, I want to remind you not to forget and to cherish the small moments, especially when you least expect them. And as the psalmist says in the end, at God's right hands, my pleasures are forevermore. Thank you guys so much, and I'm excited for you to talk more about Psalm 16. <laughs>